Today is Thursday, October 25th, 2018, and this is Radio Wave. Broadcasting across the world from the Radio Wave studio at Caritas, Alabama. This is Radio Wave with a friend of Medjugorje. Was you thinking about the 25th yesterday? Was you thinking can't wait till the 25th? You've heard us talk about this. Maybe some of you might be new and you don't know about that. But in the village of Medjugorje, there was a tradition when they saw someone and something was coming up. It could be a wedding. It could be Christmas. It could be any event. They would say, can't wait to the 25th. And of course, that was in reference to the birth of Christ. So today's the 25th. We here at Caritas look forward to that, especially from the void from the second of the month to the 25th. That's the longest stretch we have, because just after today, there'll be another message in a few days on the second of the month, which will be November 2nd. We are living in a moment that none of us can comprehend nor understand not only a lady coming, but why is there so much silence about her? We had a letter that came in yesterday from Vandergrift, Pennsylvania. It says, Dear Sir, none of the Catholic churches in our area for 18 years have never confirmed or even mentioned in their homilies anything about Medjugorje or any of the Virgin Mary's appearances there. They often talk about Fatima, Lourdes, and other visionaries. What is going on? And he signs it with his name. What's going on is they didn't recognize the Christ when he came. They wanted to go to the prophets. They even went to John the Baptist, but they would never go with Jesus. And they're not going to go to his mother today. Why? Because all of Lourdes, Fatima's, Guadalupe, all these have led up to this point. Because this is the time of Mary. And very few people recognize all these were the preceding prophetesses. Because all these other apparitions were prophetic in the nature that they were preparing For just like the prophets came before Jesus, preparing for the Messiah, of the Messiah of the apparitions of the Virgin Mary, who preceded the Messiah. I don't want to make that too complicated for you, but simply put, all these other apparitions that's happened throughout history has a purpose of building a devotion and a love for Our Lady. Through those, and each one of those apparitions, she became more known and more loved by more people. And Fatima launched a big billboard for Our Lady. But it's not the climax of everything. Our Lady's climax is happening now. This is the pinnacle. This is the peak. This is everything we're going to have to have from the apparitions that therefore she'll never come back to the earth in the same fashion. She said that. I interviewed Maria, asked her in different ways, and Maria responded back three ways. These are the last apparitions. I said, Maria, what do you mean? She says, these are the last apparitions where we can speak to her. I said, there'll be no more apparitions? She says, no. This will be the last apparitions where we can talk to her, she can talk to us, and we can reach out and touch her. And she answers our questions. So this is never going to happen again. No, but it doesn't mean Our Lady won't be here. She won't come like this ever again in these public apparitions. 
And that defines us now, after years of interviewing her, that there's an efficacy that's going to be left on the earth. And that's why she said in one of her messages, when I no longer appear, my eyes and my heart will still be here. Our Lady's going to efficacy. We've talked many times about that. And many people are missing the time of grace. And those who are going to be the, those who are going to be the most guilty of not propagating this, not putting this forth, is the pulpits. We need to have a movement called the Green Light. We demand to spread Medjugorje. We want to go in every parish and give it away. The messages speak about them. How come we're banned from that? How come we can't do that? There's absolutely no reason we should be stopped. And I'm one man that is fed up with it. They do it in Medjugorje. They don't talk about the messages. And that's why a lady said today what she said. Because they're not interested in the messages. They're interested in themselves and they're full of themselves on the altar. And look at us, shrine holders. I've battled this for years. I've been told to leave Medjugorje. I didn't get chosen by anybody except by the Virgin Mary. That's who called me. And that's who calling you. You don't need permission. And it's time we say enough. 37 years. So Ted... That's why he asked the question. None of the Catholic churches in our area for 18 years have never confirmed or even mentioned in their homilies anything about Medjugorje or any of the Virgin Mary's appearances there. They often talk about Fatima, Lourdes, and other visionaries. What is going on? What is going on is a crime. It is scandalous. And that's why they will wake up one day and read August 25th, 1997. Now you do not understand, but there will come a time when you will lament for these messages. And also another message, she says, to the fact, live my message so that you won't have to repent of what you could have done, but you did not want to. Ted, they don't want to speak about Medjugorje because they got their plans. They got the evangelization committees. They got all these stupid things happening in the diocese that don't amount to nothing and about people and different cultures that has nothing to do with bringing people to the Catholic Church. I can tell you, our mission here has brought more people into the Catholic faith than a whole diocese here, 75, 80, 100 churches. I laid it on the gambling table. I laid my cards out. And we may have in your diocese and all these people have all these committees. For what? We've got the answer and the answer is Medjugorje. Case closed. And we're going to get bolder now. Because it's Louis de Montfort who said so. That we would fly across the world. She would raise up apostles of the latter days. And we would be amongst the priest. In other words, with that care. We need them for the sacraments. They need us for the witness of evangelization because they're not doing it. Is that too hard to speak about? I just look at Medjugorje. You don't hear nothing about the messages. They're not going to stick their neck out for it. I have. This community has. We've done it for years. So this letter from this man saying he hears nothing is identifying a crime when you can go in there and find all kind of leftist material, socialist justice books, all kind of ministries, all kinds of things that don't produce anything, and all Medjugorje material is banned. And you can't speak about Medjugorje. That's a crime. And you will pay for it. And everybody ahead of the church or your committees that has blocked this or stopped this or against it, you are in deep error. Because our lady is here to correct the scandals in the church but not even that other scandals you're not even aware of. Mary is rejected. Oh, we're for Fatima. We're for Guadalupe. Put your little things on your mirror in the car. But the real Mary, the real time, the real moment is here. And she has been predicting it all the way from the 90s when she said on June 25th of the 90s, this is a particular time that means there's no other time like this time we're in 
We've never had this in 2,000 years. Two millennials of Christianity. It's never happened, and it's happening right now. And she came to the earth today to speak, and it seems like a simple message, but it got underneath my skin because what she said. Our Lady Queen of Peace of Medjugorje's October 25th, 2018 Monthly Message to the World Dear children, you have a great grace of being called to a new life through the messages which I am giving you. This, little children, is a time of grace, a time and a call to conversion for you and the future generations. Therefore, I am calling you, little children, pray more and open your heart to my Son, Jesus. I am with you and love you all and bless you with my motherly blessing. Thank you for having responded to my call. For you who follow Medjugorje, you have found a diamond, something of the highest value we could ever dream to be as far as a period of time of history, second only to the time Christ walked the earth. Well, what about Mary walked the earth the first time? Well, she's here a second time, walking the earth, because Jesus is going to come back a second time. And this is 100% in preparation for his coming. When? That's what we don't know. But I tell you, and I stack my life on it, that she's here in preparation for the lead-up of the second coming of Christ himself. And these messages are very significant, very important. What's the purpose of them? To teach you how to fly. Our Lady wants to have a light inside of all of us. She wants us to have a new life. She wants to have it through the messages, and she wants us to understand she's given these to you. This is a manual. This is how to climb out of the mess we're in right now and go through the purification that the earth is about to go through. And so you find this diamond. You recognize it. Ted's starving for it. How many Ted's are out there wanting the priest just to say something or get out of the way and call somebody from the congregation at the NMS to talk five minutes about Medjugorje? This should be happening all over the place, every parish in the world. So if you feel like giving up, you got to remember, we are called to fly. Our Lady's given us messages to teach us. And that's what Louis de Montfort said. They will fly across the world, every nation, on silver wings. There's a light inside of all of us. It's never hiding, you just have to light it. It's the one thing that you gotta trust. It's like a diamond, you just have to find it. So if you ever feel like giving up, yeah, just remember that we were all meant to fly. Spread your wings across the universe. It's your time to, it's your time to shine. There's a light inside of all of us. Soon you'll find that it's your time to fly.
It's worth fighting. A single step becomes a leap of faith. That's what I was asking. She's turning us away from everything in the world, and it takes a leap of faith. I didn't do what I did. Many of you who've gone through conversion didn't do what you did without stepping out into what looked like darkness, but it ended up being in the light. Because the world shows you, if you go the way of Our Lady, it's dark. That's the mentality of the culture. Yet it leads to the light and a better way to live. And you start touching the sky because you have the light in your heart and you can fly. When I first read this message, for me, it was a wow message because I feel like it's almost as if, you know, when Our Lady first uh, became Mother of God, it was the Magnificat, uh, St. Elizabeth, that recognized that Mary was the Mother of God. And that became you know, the prayer that we prayed in recognizing who Our Lady was, bringing Jesus into the world. And this, for me, is a message that is like the Magnificat of Our Lady in this years of her reign. We just finished the first year of her reign. And for me, this is what this message says. Uh, It calls us to a time and a call to conversion for you and the future generations. And a friend of Medjugorje had us look up uh, generations, and Our Lady has never said that before. So I just want to know what your comments are. What Did you feel that, or what would you say to something like that? Well, from the beginning of our community, one of the strongest things we had was about generations and community, and what was this place for? And then when Alay came in 1988 and said, after an apparition, Maria turns to me, and my wife says she wants to start a community here. And we were shocked. We were thinking something like Catholic Neighborhood, but a community, we had not the concept, except that's what we were doing with our family. Our family was the first community here. And after she said that, it was almost six years before it seriously formed. It began to form, but before it really became what we recognize as it is today, it took almost six years for that to take place. But Our Lady did that. And so when Our Lady tells us about generations, you go back to scriptures Our Lady said June 25th, 1991, on the 10th anniversary, to look at sacred scriptures for the true reason I'm coming. And when you look at Genesis, Our Lady sees this about generations. Genesis 12, verses 2 and 3 says, I will make of you a great nation. I will bless you. I will make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. All the communities of the earth shall find blessing in you. Our Lady gave a special blessing today. She says, I give you my motherly blessing. You have a great grace, she said, of being called to a new life through the messages. She didn't say through the Bible. Oh, no, that's heresy. You can't say that. But you don't understand what's going on. We have forgotten the Bible. That's a quote from her. You have forgotten the Bible. I'm coming here to give you a preface to the Bible. I'm coming here to teach you about the Bible through the messages. Because you're modern. You don't relate to the messages written by ancient man and the way he lived. You're electronic. Your brain is lit up constantly. You're multitasking where you can't even think, nor let God or prayer into your heart. So you're called to a new life because you're living wrong. How? Through the messages which I am giving you. I am giving you. You don't hear these messages being given out to Medjugorje. We're the only ones giving them out in Medjugorje. And we're persecuted for it. You say, what? In Medjugorje? Yes, in Medjugorje. If you've never been there and you didn't know that, you don't know what we've gone through to be what we are today. 
They've given away millions of messages in Medjugorje. Is the parish doing it? No, it's too risky for them. The bishop will get mad. I put my neck on the guillotine constantly. The community's neck on the guillotine constantly. And we live for the message. We testify to them. Our lady told me personally, you witness with your life. How can I lie about her? How can I be quiet anymore? How can I hear Ted write, we hear nothing and I'm going to be silent anymore? Forget it. We're about to go everywhere. We're on the verge. We feel the push. We feel the pull. We are to go out. We are at a green light. The opportunity is to the scandal in the church. And the bishop said, we don't know what to do. Let's go to Baltimore in November and come up with some more stuff. We got the stuff you need. You're rejecting it. You're closing it. You put a red light on us. We're going to start running the red light. You want to ticket us? Go and give a ticket. Will we pay it? We're not even going to show up in court. Peter and John showed up in court because they were forced to. And they were said, don't you ever do that again. We're going to scourge you. You can scourge us. You can condemn us. You can squash us. You can do whatever you want to do. But that time's over. I'm finished with this stuff. We are not going to be silent anymore. The mother of God's here to save the world, and you're worrying about saving your reputation, or I can't say, or I can't associate with Medjugorje. Garbage. You got garbage in your parishes. You got garbages in the diocese. Many times, communist material, bad material, promo of all kind of stuff that means nothing, and you don't let the message in. You are at fault. You're in deep error. You don't even recognize the Messiah has sent his mother for the Messiah to come for the second time. She continues, This little children is a time of grace, a time and a call to conversion for you and the future generations. And that's my answer. First time she's ever said this. What does that mean? I will bless you. She asked for a community. All the communities of the earth shall find blessing in you. We're realizing who we are. We're realizing why our lady asked for a community to be established here because we are a prototype. We recognize that. We can't deny it. We're not going to lie about it anymore. Or we're not going to be quiet. We can't. You can't silence us. And you won't silence us. So we're not trying to do that. Then give us a green light because we're going to be running the red lights now that you put up. So, Ted, you go to your parish priest and says, I'm going to give these private relations out. I'm going to give this material out. I have to go in the parking lot. You say, that's radical. Jesus was radical. He went in the synagogues. They said, be quiet. You can't do that. You can't speak to here. He did it anyway. Do it anyway. The world's going to hell. The church is going to hell. And we're going to be silent when we got the answer. And you don't, whoever you don't are, we don't care anymore. I'm not going to be quiet. We're going to be bold. We're going to be humble, too, because we know where you have jurisdiction. We know we're going to be obedient to the church. We won't defy the church. We love the church. We love the bishops. We love the priests. They don't love themselves, and they don't carry out their duties. We demand it. We expect it, and we're going to call for it. You're giving us millions of reasons why to leave you and, come, and stop coming to you in the church about what to do. Because our lady has given us millions of reasons and many things in these messages. These messages have millions of meanings in one message. They're here to the end of the world for eternity to help us be there. They have millions of variations. They speak to us in every kind of way there is. All we have to do is bow down and pray and ask our lady to help us comprehend these messages. They're the medicine for the world. They're flowing from the throne of God. They're pure. They're clean. They're given once each month, 12 times a year. You read that. You've heard me say this for decades. This isn't something new. Now, other people may be finally starting to pick this up, and that's good. And so all we need from Our Lady is one good reason. We don't need millions, but she's given messages that will speak to millions, hundreds of millions, actually billions of people to the end of the world of how to live Christianity in a pagan world that's going to crush now the Antichrist system that will come back and resurrect all those mortally wounded and how through these messages we will survive. And what I can say today, Our Lady gave one good reason. You have a great grace 
of being called. She told you that today. You priests, you bishops, you cardinals, Pope Francis. You have a great grace of being called to a new life. Oh, I'm going to live the life I've got now. I'm just going to repair the life I have now. We're going to try to correct things. Nothing is correctable now. We're past that time. Nobody's going to legislate ourselves out of this mess. To a new life through the messages. That's where the new life is coming through. And we're not getting that into the parishes. We're not allowed to. We have a stigma against us. Oh, those are those Medjugorje nuts. I always remember, a mighty oak tree was once a nut. Through the messages which I am giving you. She's given us these, what? The messages. What are the messages for? Is to call us to a new life. What is it about? A great grace that's been granted to you. And what is this time? It's a time of grace. A time and a call to conversion for you and the future generations. Did you know that the Bible relays that God crushes his people? He purifies them over a long period of time. We've been crushed for 30 plus years and the visionaries themselves, 37 years. We've been suffering. We've been silent. We've been squashed. We've been put off into the corner. No more. Because we're going to have the green light from heaven. doesn't matter whether you give it to us now. All the red lights are going to fall. And what does that mean? When the Bible relays, God purifies his own people over time. And it follows with this. Relaying that the wicked, he will strike instantly. Woe to you. Woe to you. Woe to you. So we have millions of variations of meanings of these messages, but we only need one good reason, and that was the message today. I'm calling you, little children, to pray more and open your hearts to my son, and that's the good reason to follow the message for everybody. Keep the 
You got the good reason today. You have a great grace of being called a call to conversion for you and the future generations. It's a magnificat. Isn't it pretty incredible that every end of the rosary and the end of the apparition, the first thing the visionaries say is a magnificat. And it contains these words. And his mercy is from generation to generation. You think she had that message today saying for you and the future generations that she's not thinking about what the words of the Magnificat are when she said it to Elizabeth? And his mercy is from generation to generation upon those who fear him. He has shown might with his arm. That's what I showed us today. She gave a message once. I will give you might. You need might. On June 27, 1988, Our Lady said, Help the others to change their lives. I will give you might. Dear children, with this might, you can bear everything. May this might make you strong in everything. You need it. That is why I give you might. You think this is not forgotten? Our Lady said that in 1988. And she talks today in the context of the Magnificat, where she says, Generation to generation, those who fear him, he has shown might with his arm. Our Lady is here to deliver that. He has scattered the proud in the conceit of the hearts. That's what we're talking about. He purifies his people over a long term, the Bible relays to us. And the wicked, he strikes instantly. He scattered the proud in the conceit of their hearts. And he put down the mighty from their thrones. What the mighty is today and what the mighty are tomorrow is a switching of places. And that's why it's a green light time. We're not to be sent away empty, as the Magnificat talked about, those who are arrogant. We are the servants of the mercy. And we're to show that to everyone. And so what happens to us? We get purified. That's what he does to those who he loves. Those who are arrogant, those who are spoken about in the Magnificat, they will be wiped out instantly. This is coming. We have to keep our head above the water. We have to remain calm with the storm. Our life is war. It's fighting. It's like drowning in the sea. Your voice for the messages through your life first, secondly, through speech, becomes the driving force of her plans to change the direction of the world. So we have to pray to God in front of his altar to keep our heads above the water because we are being purified for a special reason, and that's for the conversion of the entire world. I've got to keep the calm before the storm I don't want less, I don't want more Bar the windows and the doors To keep me safe, to keep me warm Yeah, my life is what I'm fighting for Can't part the sea, can't reach the shore God keep my head 
To follow Jesus, to follow Mary, is to accept what they accepted. It's the priceless way that you gain heaven. You are not to shun the crosses that he gave to you. Last week, Yvonne received a message on the mountain, and it was incredible. She said, Dear children, also today, in a special way, I desire to call you to accept with love the will of God. What does that mean? She continues, Especially, I call you to pray for the sick, for them to accept their cross and will, for God to be glorified through them. I've known for a long time that Our Lady praying over everybody in Medjugorje, those who appeal to her, they're associated with the secrets somewhere in between or with them, however it unfolds, that you will see millions, hundreds of millions, perhaps even billions of cures as proof of the apparitions of her intercession and praying over the sick. Very few people are being cured through Medjugorje. Listen to this again. This is the first confirmation in words of what I know in my heart and what I understood Our Lady was going to do a long time ago in the future. In a special way, I desire to call you to accept with love the will of God, especially I call you to pray for the sick, for them to do what? To accept their cross. Why? Because it's the will of God. And what for? For God to be glorified through them. Can you imagine massive cures across the world? Somebody, somewhere, will know somebody who's been cured. June 25th, 2007. God desires the conversion of the entire world. We will see massive, incredible happenings. And you don't want to be a part of this? You want to close your church? You want to put a red light? You're going to regret this. You're going to kick yourself. You're going to be in lamentations of what you blocked because there's been a lot of people through 37 years who have died and gone to perdition that had Medjugorje, had the message being presented to them, would have saved them. We get letters. I found this in the back of a church. Sorry, somebody sent this to me or wherever it was. I was headed to hell. Thank you for that printed material of the messages. I call you to pray for the sick, for them to accept their cross and will for God to be glorified through them. The mother prays for all of you, dear children, and for all of your offers to her son. She's banking everything up. She's wrapping everything up. She's storing all these things up, and she's going to release it. And when it does, it will be a tremendous wave of conversion for every non-believer, Muslims, Christians, non-Christians, whoever, because she's the mother of all. And it's going to manifest, and they're going to know it. And there will be those who will reject because they hate God, and therefore they hate her. She's put today a new emphasis on her messages, something new. Even though you think it's so shallow when she says, a great grace of being called to a new life through the messages which I am giving you. If I had to describe these messages, I would call them intrinsic. That sounds odd, doesn't it? What does intrinsic mean? The definition of intrinsic means something inward. There's something in these messages inwardly that reveal themselves to you personally. Another definition of intrinsic is internal. It goes internally into your heart to change it. What are they? They're genuine. They're pure. Genuine is another definition for intrinsic. How should we take them? We should take them as the reality of real, as real can be. Another definition of intrinsic is real. Is our lady just happen chance? Our lady said, nothing's by chance. Another definition of intrinsic is not accidental. She didn't come here today accidentally and given tokens to us. She gave something today that's intrinsic, not by chance, and not accidental. How deep are they? It's the deepest communication from heaven to the earth, which is another definition 
or intrinsic, intimate. And lastly, the last definition of intrinsic, closely familiar. Our Lady wants you to come to her. Our Lady wants you to be familiar with her. She wants you to feel her mother. She said that today. Today I give you my motherly blessing. I am with you and I love you. This is intimate. Our Lady once said that heaven has never been so close to you as now. And it's true. We've never had this in 2,000 years of Christianity. And your parish and your priest and your bishops and the Pope and the cardinals don't want it out there? The future generations will read your names in history and call you crazy. Were they insane? What was they thinking? History's not going to treat you very well. And I don't have to write that. Every ignorant person, even the peasant, the lowest IQ, will see that you passed up a wondrous moment for a bowl of porridge. Tragic. Tragic. And for you not to feel that, you become more bold, not arrogant, but you have the right, by your baptism, you're in the priesthood for evangelization. And nobody can stop that unless the messages are condemned. And I put that up on the guillotine because I know these messages and believe them, and I don't care where I put them, that they're going to be condemned because God will stop the person who's doing that. Because God will prevent that from happening because they are real. And so for future generations, you be the prophets. Not saying everything's the end of all, but the beginning of everything is beginning now for the future. It's not the end of the world. I know you wouldn't be here. Our mother over the earth can't take much more She's winding down her apparitions. She's in the last couple, three years. And everything is about to come about for future generations.
you have everything you need. Millions of reasons out of a couple of thousand of messages. Multi-millions that will speak to you individually as the whole world is one or for different groups. All kind of reasons come from these messages. They have power. That's why she said today that I give them to you for a new life. It's your roadmap to understand biblical living. So you have a great grace being called, a call to conversion for you and future generations. Abraham was called to number the stars, millions of stars. Abraham is called the father of all future generations. But we're in the place of Abraham right now. Our Lady has called us as a community for communities in the future. And in Genesis, God says, I will make my covenant between me and you, Abraham, and will multiply you exceedingly. You shall be the father of a multitude of nations. That's millions and millions and millions of people. I have made you the father of a multitude of nations. Kings shall come forth from you. The Magnificat echoes this. I will establish my covenant between me and you. What was the covenant? What was the sign of the covenant after Noah and the flood? And we've given it away? And we do nothing about that? As for you, you shall keep my covenant, you and your descendants after you throughout their generations. So our ladies here with us. Will we have the strength to say in front of the world? We won't bend. We won't break. We won't water down our faith. We won't compromise in a world of desperation. What has been, we cannot change. But for tomorrow and today, also today, we must be a light for all future generations. That is our call. That's my call. That is your call. We wish you a lady. We love you. Good night. This ends the Radio Wave broadcast with a friend of Medjugorje. These broadcasts are available as CDs, which are sent directly to your doorstep on a monthly subscription. For information, contact Caritas in the U.S. at 205-672-2000.